Welcome to Advancement, a podcast from Cairn University's Office of Advancement, helping you establish practical and godly wealth management habits in your life. Here's your host, certified financial planner and wealth strategist, Keith Johnson. Hi, my name is Keith Johnson. I serve as the executive director of the Regency Foundation at Cairn University. As the plan giving officer, my desire is to provide our alumni and friends with important information and some practical uh, ideas to help you implement godly wealth management principles. I'm pleased to have with me today via Zoom, uh, Nate Wombold, who is our Vice President of Alumni and Community Affairs. Uh, Nate, I appreciate you uh, joining us today for this podcast. Great to be here. Thanks, Keith. So, Nate, I know that you're in touch with many of our alumni uh, on, a, on a daily basis. Um, how are they handling this difficult time that we're in? What are you hearing from them? Well, from the business owners specifically, Keith, I'd say it's really a mixed bag. There's, it depends on what kind of business the alum is in. Of course, if we're talking about a business owner, um, there's a particular set of challenges or questions on their minds. Um, and then for some of our alumni who are just generally in business, it's, it's a little bit different. But particularly for people who uh, are in charge of a small business, uh, they're facing a lot of challenges that most people are probably aware of, not being yeah. able to perform their usual services and uh, uh, not having their employees come to work, which is obviously really challenging. A lot of them are having to pivot their strategies and that sort of thing. So I would, I would tell you, and I have a question for you related to this, that there's, there does seem to be some confusion about a lot of the government's uh, uh, attempts to assist through small business loans and that kind of thing. Some that I've talked with are just kind of confused about what that all means for them and, and how they should go about taking advantage of that. What are the series of steps they should follow? Um, should they allow people to collect unemployment? Should they be waiting on that? So that's one thing I would say pretty definitively. I haven't had interaction with anybody who really seems really clear on what the path is related to the kinds of assistance that's been offered, which you know seems like it could be helpful, but but they're just not really sure. What do you say about that? Well, I'll tell you, I think I, I think first of all, I'm grateful that our government is stepping in the way that it is. Um, this is sort of this is sort of an interesting world that we're in, in the sense that, you know, the the way our our government is approaching it is that they realize that everything that's happening to our economy um, is not the result of poor management or decisions that we've made. It's it's not even caused by economic issues. It's it's really been caused by the fact that the government made the decision to shut everything down. So um, I'm really pleased that they've decided to step up and at least help. Now, here's the problem. When you get to the bottom line, there is simply not enough assets for the government to bail out every family, every business, and every state, every hospital. It's just, they just don't have that much money to do that. And, and we're already borrowing the money that they're releasing now. But to answer your, your question directly, um, I think the first thing that a business owner's got to do is become educated in these new laws. Um, there, the, you can Google it, and there's just lots of information that's out there. 
they also need to know that you know these laws are being passed on a on a on a state level as well as federal level. Now the federal level, there's a lot more news out there on that because um, you can listen to almost any news broadcast and you're going to hear uh, some information about that. In fact, as we're recording this, um, Congress, well, Senate's already passed an additional bill, and right now it's in Congress, and they are expected to pass uh, another huge um, distribution of of money uh, because they simply ran out on that first on that first one. Um, it's called the CARES Act that uh, people need to really become familiar with. Um, And there are, I'm going to give you three major pieces to that. The first one is known as PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. What it does is it gives forgivable loans to help businesses cover payroll for eight weeks. Here's the problem. Um, (laughs) The money's already gone, so you know you have to you have to just jump on this stuff as quickly as possible. The second element to that is called the economic injury disaster loan. Now these are emergency grants for small businesses, and it only goes up to ten thousand dollars. So I would encourage smaller businesses to you know apply for that right away. That you apply for online. And then the third piece is called the Employee Retention Payroll Tax Credit. Now, this is one I haven't heard people talking about this, but basically it's a tax credit up to $5,000 for businesses who have seen a drop of, say, 50% in their revenue in this first quarter of 2020. And then as they recover back through the rest of this year, if they can get back to 80% revenue, um, they're going to get this $5,000 tax credit when they file their taxes next year. So there are a lot of opportunities that are out there. And I just say the very first step is to become uh, educated as possible on these. So um, that's, that's where I begin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm sure that would be really helpful. The other thing you asked about um, my interaction with alumni, uh, here's another thing that I would say without fail is true is that this has caused a major disruption in everybody's life. And that's one of the things I think that is so unique about this is that, and certainly in my lifetime, um, I can't recall something that, that, that was so uniformly um, disruptive uh, that affected everybody, uh, probably even in your lifetime. Yeah, well. it's it, the same. It is. It's the same. I mean, I think back to 9-11, I mean, right. how disruptive that was. Uh, 2008 and 9 and 10, how disruptive that was. But boy, this time, this is different. This is far more reaching. And um, I I think I heard uh, today there were another 4 million people that applied for uh, for unemployment. I mean, this is disruption. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, how do you process that for our, our economy, for businesses and the effects of that, that level of disruption, which is, is, seems almost unprecedented in recent history. You know, it's really, I, I, I find this very interesting that last December, I completed the requirements for the MBA program here at Cairn University. And part of those requirements was to, to write a capstone, it's a capstone project. And um, it's so amazing that the project topic that I chose 
was disruption, how to manage disruption through business. And um, without question, we are in the midst of major disruption, as you know. And and uh, this one that we face not only is is dealing with health issues, but it's also financial and, and psychological. I think the mental stress for some people right now is is absolutely agonizing. Um, and I'm I'm happy that we can be recording this podcast today. Because I, I want to look at some of those principles that I discovered when I wrote that that, that capstone, um, and I, I got to tell you, Nate, I've referred back to this paper many times over the last couple of months. I just shared some of this with some of my students when I was teaching a class the other day, and and how um, how disruption has just literally attacked our our country. Um, Yes, it's it's businesses, but the magnitude of this one is unlike anything we've seen before. Um, if people own a business, it's disrupted the lives of their employees. And we know that financial crisis um, can lead to, to broken families. It, it leads to physical and mental health issues. Um, but, you know, our, our Cairn students, alumni, and friends need to know that these times of disruption can provide the motivation and strength to overcome. They can build deeper relationships through this. Um, they, can do, uh, they can grow stronger as a result in their faith. So I think, I think what we have to do is get beyond the, the disaster part of this and start thinking through where where are there uh, you know pieces of light that we can see? Um, disruptors both in life and business can either result in total defeat um, or it can become the important catalyst for positive change. And I believe that people who develop skills that enable them to properly assess the magnitude of disruption uh, are going to be far better off uh, in managing through the problem. People also need to know that overestimating or underestimating the extent of the issues um, can really have serious negative implications. So they need to be able to assess it correctly. And then finally, I want to share some great news here. Uh, disruption can result in all new, uh, a bunch of new opportunities. Um, it provides new opportunities for people who have that entrepreneurial drive. I will not be surprised at all that some new improved product ideas are going to come out of this time. People are creative and they're going to come up with new ways to serve the needs of people. So think of it this way, new problems and needs are coming to the surface and creative entrepreneurs are going to see those needs and they're going to find new ways to fill them. That's exciting to me. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's interesting. Um, I just think in the last few weeks that we've been dealing with this, there have been so many new ways that people have been figuring out how to communicate with each other, how to do business, how to then pivot the business that they had been doing. Some of our alumni posted on our, uh, our closed LinkedIn page that we have that's just for alumni, but small business owners, um, and, and we give them the opportunity to share some of those things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of new thinking and innovation, and, and we've been forced to do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a great opportunity. And, and I agree with you spiritually and practically and economically. Um, now, speaking of practical stuff, 
so, so there's this great opportunity right now, but what are some things that business owners specifically should do or consider doing right now? Well, as I said a moment ago, the first thing is to become educated. I think people need to be studying what is happening uh, in Congress uh, and also on the state and local level. There are programs out there to help. We just need to make sure we're, we're aware of them and take advantage of them. And, um, and I would say take advantage of those funding opportunities immediately so that um, you, know, you, don't, you don't wait until all the money is gone. And uh, there's going to be a big rush. If Congress passes this today, there's going to be another $322 billion to fund these programs. Don't be surprised that money's gone in a week or two. So, because there's that much out there where help is needed. So, um, you need to go to your bank, you need to apply for that, uh, for these programs immediately. I think the next one is to be creative. Start thinking of ways to enable your business to recover. Um, there are, are there some additional services or products that you could offer even now? Um, if you are un, an unemployed person, Apply for unemployment, but also search for new jobs. It's interesting. I see several major employers hiring right now. Um, and in fact, just as an example, here in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, where we all live, um, they're hiring people for the 2020 census, and it's paying $20.50 an hour. That's not that bad. And so to be able to take advantage of you know, just temporary employment like that can be a great help and, and a great financial relief. And I would say, finally, take action. Now's not the time to lay around, feel sorry for ourselves. Uh, for some reason, God has decided to take us through this time. And and I, I think we just have to trust him and we have to just realize that we've got to trust his leading and and uh, we, we can't be idle. Well, that's a great place to end, I think, because, you know, um, as, as Christians, we know we have so many biblical passages to reflect on that indicate that these times of testing and trial and difficulty shape us. They make us more um, uh, reliant upon God, and they push us back to our Bibles and to good theology. And I think with trusting in the sovereignty of God and doing everything we can and rolling up our sleeves and, and getting busy, um, there's, this is a great, great time for opportunity even as there's a great deal of struggle and challenge that people are facing. Yeah, I agree. And I, I just think that we have to be wise. And uh, so I want to encourage um, all those who uh, are affiliated in any way with, with Karen University as an alumni, a friend, a student, faculty, staff, you know, just to be reminded that God is still in control and um, that we just have to, um, really be wise as we make decisions and, and seek the future. So um, we will come through this. We just don't know how bruised and battered we are when we come through it. But, yeah. um, you know, I just have full faith and confidence that God is there for us. So, Nate, I want to thank you for being with me today. Uh, we just wanted to uh, give everyone some some thoughts and some ideas and uh, we might do some more of these in the in the near future, talking about some other topics uh, around this uh, coronavirus issue. So thank you for your faithfulness and praying for Karen University. 
Thank you for your faithfulness and giving. Uh, we have seen um, we have seen amazing things over the last uh, month, even in the midst of the storm. How God uh, has uh, granted us the opportunity to keep going. Uh, our faculty and staff are, are mostly working from home, and uh, but we're still working and we're still moving. And 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 the university is, in in my opinion, is still strong. And um, so I'm I'm grateful for what uh, for what is happening. So thank you, and we look forward to uh, giving you another podcast in the near future. God bless you.